0: This is Ashford Somerville. Welcome back, welcome, welcome back to Interscope Voices by NSN DC Baltimore. My name is Ashford Somerville. I'll be your host, and we are a group of professionals dedicated to excellence. You will hear and meet many sales professionals from a diverse background. We are a podcast dedicated to sales professionals by sales professionals. You will hear a broad range of topics designed to give you an insight lens into professional sales and access to resources to advance your career. Here at NSN, first and foremost, NSN is a nonprofit 501C organization organization whose objective is to meet professionals and develop their needs in sales management professionals and individuals who want to improve their professional skills. We are a chapter here based in D.C. and Baltimore. Today I have with me a special guest. Can you please introduce yourself?
1: Absolutely. My name is Heather Gunn.
0: Fantastic. And welcome to this, uh, Interscope Voices, Heather Gunn. Thank you. And, and with that being said, our topic today is about female leadership and diversity and wellness and nutrition. And Heather, before we get into that topic, obviously, um, I feel like you're the ideal candidate to speak about this. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself and what brought you to
1: NSN? Oh, sure. NSN, DC Baltimore chapter has been amazing. I, I actually... Uh, came on board three years ago. And just interestingly enough, became totally committed to being on the executive board because I saw the amazing potential and the amazing activities that were going on. So it was just a no brainer. I had to be there at NSM because of the richness of the energy. It was amazing. Uh, but my background is all nutrition, health, wellness, and sales.
0: Fantastic! Thank you for that. And just so you guys know, we have multiple platforms that we can be connected on. As Heather mentioned, this is a phenomenal organization. First and foremost, we are on LinkedIn. Our LinkedIn channel is uh, National Sales Network NSN DC Baltimore. On our Instagram, we are NSN DC Balt. Facebook, we are NSN DC Baltimore Chapter. On Twitter, we are NSN DC underscore Baltimore. And we also have a YouTube channel which is National Sales Network DC Baltimore. And if all else fails and doesn't work, we have our website that you can go to, which is salesnetwork.org backslash DC Baltimore. So without any further ado, we're going to jump right into the topic, Heather. Today we're talking about female leadership and diversity and wellness. Um, I know you mentioned before that you're on the exec board. What is your exact title on the exec board this year?
1: So this year I'm the VP of Events.
0: Okay. 2020. Right. Perfect. And what are upcoming events can we look forward to from Innocent? I've been to some phenomenal events in the past, but what are some upcoming events that we can look forward to uh, for this coming year?
1: I got to tell you, Ashford, we got amazing events that are coming up. We want to focus on events that are specifically out there for you guys, for our team, for mm-hmm. our community. And the next amazing one is April the 25th. We're looking at yoga
0: oh that's a saturday i like i like so we do business and pleasure but i guess we'll go more in depth into that but with saturday meeting i like that because i think it gives you that great perspective that um a lot of people don't realize when you do work you kind of work off your hours and i think a lot of people don't understand the concept of networking what networking truly is is not always you know cocktail hour or stuffy business room where everybody's dressed up to the nine and this is how you talk one of the things i like one of the unique features about our our organization or our chapter specifically is come as you are and we'll meet you there and i really say that speaks a lot to the testament of it being a yoga i'm a big time fitness person so i love the fact that we're doing yoga so i'm all about it so i'm excited to hear what it is where's the where is the event going to be held, and where 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 should our listeners go?
1: Yeah, so this is at Pi's Fitness and Yoga Studio out in Alexandria, Virginia. It's okay. not that far. I love the fact that you're excited Very because much so. we want to get the guys out just as much as we're going to have the girls out. So the ladies will be out in plentiful <laughs> um, in plentiful numbers. I have to say, and really quick, Ashford, I do have to say, although it's yoga, uh-huh. we do want to make sure that we let the listeners know it's not just about the body when we're when it Mm -hmm. comes to success in business we're integrating mind and body so we're talking about wellness from the top to the bottom
0: I like that and and I think there's no better way to segue into our topic at hand today which is about leadership and diversity and wellness and nutrition so with that being said um, why did you why did you want to go into leadership and why did you want to have a career in
1: wellness Oh my goodness. It's it's so important when you look at the masses of, of our population to really focus on the longevity, I think, and the health and wellness of every individual. And Why is that? For me, it's my own particular road. I think we each have our own mm-hmm. calling, our, each have our own road to mm-hmm. uh, the place where we are right now. Our journey. Our journey. Yeah. Exactly. You got it. For me, I actually started in a completely different career. I was in theater. I loved it. I was Didn't know that. singing. Yeah, Really? You were I a was, singer? I was singer. Were you an
0: alto, soprano? I was uh, somewhere
1: in the chorus. But okay. look, I was, I was singing. Okay. So, <laughs>
0: I don't know much about singing, but I I just know that. Okay.
1: From there, I had my own illness where I had meningitis. Oh, wow. Okay. For an entire month. That's what really- I backtrack and, you a lot. Or yeah. I Say
0: with you a lot. Okay. <laughs>
1: that transitioned me over into health and wellness. That really started my career here and wanting to help other people.
0: Good, good, good. I like that. So so your interest, your background was kind of, I would say you were doing something you were passionate about because obviously I think people who single, born with or born without it. But I also can feel the same testament goes for people who also are in the wellness industry as well or the health and wellness industry. Um, As you guys know, Innocent, Innocent is a national sales network organization we have a very diverse backgrounds, so and the main thing is to really bring those diverse candidates or diverse individuals who are in our organization, and really get them to give you the firsthand experience of you know their journey, where they are now, and where they're going. So I do appreciate you telling us a little bit about your transition into the um, wellness career field. Why, I guess, was it? Why did you choose wellness compared to obviously singing was a little different. But why did you choose wellness? Why, what, what resonated with you about wellness, as you mentioned before, the body? But what really resonated with you for you to pick this career path?
1: You know, I think we all have somebody in our life that has inspired us to get to where we need to be. Um, For me, there was just this one magical moment of meeting someone that helped me to transition over from where I was, which was sort of just, you know, like everybody feeling okay Mm -hmm. to feeling amazing. Yeah. When she gave me a few little things that I could do and it made a huge difference, I thought I need to share this with people. And that's what I did.
0: That's phenomenal. I have a quick story, and I know today this is your um, podcast, but we're talking about this. this is one thing. So one of the great things that we do here at NSN DC Baltimore is that we give you this podcast for an opportunity for you, those individuals who cannot make it to our upcoming events, who cannot physically be there, for you to also get a first-hand experience or the one-on-one or get the chance to pry your ear into what's going on, the exci- the conversations we're having, the topics we're covering. So with this upcoming event being wellness-oriented, I also had a similar background in regards to wellness. For me, it was actually my mother um, in regards to her planting that seed. And it's a funny story. I'm going to make it really quick, but I hope you guys laugh at this. I was probably seven or eight years old. Being typical Ashford, people used to call me Ash when I was younger, I would get in trouble. And I remember my mom going to the gym and telling me to sit your book down, don't touch anything, don't do anything. I'm like, oh, here we go again. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be bored. And I don't remember the name of the class. My mom says there was some, like, uh, what's the class? Not Jasper size, but what's the guy's name with the headband that with the funny socks? Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons kind of class. <laughs> there you go. I don't know the name. It was a step class. <laughs> but all I knew was I was sitting down outside the class, and I was the only kid there. A bunch of other women primarily were in the class. And the instructor, I can't remember the instructor, but I just saw my mom being the top of the class, doing everything well. And when I say going into the class, she was upset sit down, don't touch anything. And coming out, it's like, hey, you want to go get ice cream or chicken? I was like, what? And I just made that connection that, you know, you can talk a little bit more about the mind, about the endorphins, the serotonin, which we'll get into. But that was, for me, my first experience of what wellness can do to somebody in regards to exchange of energy. The saying is energy is never lost, it's simply transferred. That's right. And that's one thing that I saw within wellness, and I feel like most people don't realize that. And that goes into your day-to-day life in regards to sales. You hear most salespeople tell you about how much time the a successful salespeople tell you how much time to dedicate themselves to self-improvement. And a large part of that is your overall wellness that I think people sometimes overlook and think, okay, it's work, work, work. But if you don't take care of this body, you don't take care of this vessel you're in. You know, how good are you going to be three or four years from now for you to really be at that top performing level? So I appreciate you saying that. And thank you guys for hearing my personal story about my uh, experience in the wellness. So the next question we have for you, Heather, is is the sales process and wellness business the business or business the customer and can you give me any examples of that
1: it's actually a mixture of both okay absolutely so what we're seeing is this huge growth and development out there in the field with with businesses that are looking to move into this holistic mm-hmm. perspective patients and clients are asking for it they're literally demanding so Patients are really smart now. They're going on the internet and they're seeing tons of information and they want more answers yeah. to their issues. So they're going to business and saying, hey, I want something else. I want supplements. I want food. I want something that's going to really support my whole health, whole wellness. And so when I'm in sales, I'm looking at the business that really wants to develop that side. Luckily for me, I have a lot of business background and entrepreneurship, that I can go there and I can talk to them about how to transition over into that uh, wellness focused business. So it's a, it's a mixture of both focusing on businesses that want to grow, focusing on patients and clients that want to be healthier and servicing them as well.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. I think with this new age, and I appreciate your answer with this new age of, I think, instant gratification, instant information, Um, there's a lot that can be lost in the the, translation. So I understand being a business professional, how, well, maybe I don't understand it. Well, I do understand it. But for our listeners, can you speak a little bit to, you know, just navigating that process between, you know, you're being bombarded with take this, do this, take this, do this, wear this exercise here, do this, all these trends. What has been the defining road for you as an entrepreneur that's made you successful and that you feel that, um, you know, stays true today, that's continuing to help you grow and be at the top of the game in your uh, industry?
1: You know, as you were saying that, I was going back to what you said a little bit earlier about Richard Simmons. Okay. And being able to be that. An icon. Yes, yeah. he is. Absolutely. I mean, he was a major force for women and getting them motivated. Yeah, and I agree. I agree. Absolutely, absolutely agree with that. getting you the energy to just go out there, mm-hmm. and I think that's one pivotal, forceful piece. When you look at uh, the human being and being prepared to get out there and really get the job done, um, it's about looking at energy. It's about looking at that passion and that source of of aggression, for lack of a, a better term, within you. When times get really hard and you're struggling, trying to figure out how do I juggle 20 things. Where do you begin? First thing I do is silence myself, of course. Get still just for a moment and embody that moment. But then I sort of just dig up that energy and say, hey, if I just go out and embody the energy and get it done, that work is going to get done. All 20 of those things are going to get done that day.
0: I like that. I like that. Just so you guys know, um, again, I'm learning as well as everyone else, and I want to use our listeners to uh, learn this as well. So the Google definition of wellness is a noun. Is the state of being in good health, especially as an activity as a, as you actively pursue your goal. So measures of a patient's progress towards wellness. I I think what you just said is perfect. I think most people don't understand how critical or essential I think it's a better word. For being well to do your to, to live the best quality of life you want to live. Absolutely. Uh, I was listening to where was I listening? I was listening to another podcast earlier this morning. But it was a jazz podcast. Talked about how important it is to challenge yourself and how important it is to write a to do list and how important it is to have defined goals. That if you don't challenge yourself and have goals and just kind of sit on the couch or lay there or not do anything, you kind of get used to disappointment and unfortunately are disappointed a lot in life and kind of live a disappointing life. Compared to if you do go out and set goals or you start and setting goals in your mind, you write them down, you do them just by you saying, I'm going to walk a mile today. I'm going to do this yoga class or I'm going to go here. I'm going to run a marathon. I mean, those are audacious goals. But nonetheless, you feel so much more fulfilled in life by just doing things. And that's all about the state of being. So I love the fact that you just mentioned being grounded where you are. Figure out the way to gather that and galvanize that energy and once you galvanize that energy then boom you go right away and just kind of tackle it so i love that about it heather um i asked you a little briefly and we didn't go in depth into it about the different channels of business to business to business to customer can you speak you spoke a little bit about business about an organization um i guess patients or clients you mentioned the word patient but patients or clients really asking for more but let me ask you now when it comes to business to customer what does wellness do for someone like you as an individual? Or just for me, if I was, if you were talking to me and say, Ashford, I came to you and say, Heather, I want to be well. How can you answer that for me? Well, I want to improve my wellness. You I want to improve my wellness or get better wellness.
1: There's such a myriad of ways to actually get to that target or to that goal Let's take, for example, with what I'm doing now, the company I'm working with right now, we're actually looking at for for patients and clients. And I mm-hmm. use that term interchangeably because there's just a variety of people that we work with. With the company that I'm working with now, though, what we're doing is we're, we're analyzing uh, at the cellular level yeah. what's going on with your body chemistry. Mm-hmm. And we're tweaking your body chemistry, not just to make you feel. Get through your day, and you know, get through the paperwork, uh, make it through traffic, and get to work on time. But so that you feel optimal, so that yeah. you can. Literally fly if you feel like you want to be Superman, uh, then we can certainly sort of turn back the hands of time uh, back to the time when you were 20 years old and you felt like you could conquer the world that kind of feeling. Um, So, really focusing and honing in on that individual and helping them feel amazing. We've taken people from zero to 60 very quickly. That's speaking directly to, of course, the patient. But when you look at the business that really wants to grow and optimize and serve the masses, Mm -hmm. that's huge. That's where, that's the trajectory in which health and wellness is going. And when you look at sales, there's such a focus on this now. Yeah. Because it's ever, more than ever right now at this point in time, being demanded by the patient. They just want it.
0: I absolutely agree. I don't know a single person that doesn't like to feel good doesn't like to feel optimal. I mean, you know our society right now deals with a lot of chronic issues. I mean, there's mental health, there's chronic fatigue, there's uh, nagging, nagging, what you call um, former sports injuries, car accidents, so on and so forth. But um, I I just love the way you explain things, Heather. I mean, Heather has such an introspective way of explaining things that, honestly, if you're not part of NSM DC Baltimore, you definitely need to come out here and meet our, our members, meet our exec board, because we have a a, a nice group, or not even a nice group, a solid group of elite professionals who truly are passionate about what they do. And being around this truly enhances your ability to step your game up. And that's one of the reasons why we bring you this podcast. I truly believe, you know, this podcast is essential for our growth and our projection moving forward to be, you know, excellent. Uh, for me, I try to keep things, let me put this, I try to dumb things down. So that's just the way I learn things, right? When you talk about health and wellness, I put things in practical, make things very practical. So I look at health and wellness, your body like a car. Okay. So this is the easiest way I think we all know about a or automobiles. You need wheels. I mean, you need tires, you need a steering wheel, you need cushioning. Uh, you need an engine, you need a transmission, so on and so forth. I think wellness is the overall from bumper to bumper, everything involved, you know, but I also think wellness is kind of like the fabric too in the car, the color of the car. You know, how do you feel when right. you sit in the car? And I think a lot of people don't understand that mm-hmm. concept of what sales is when it regards to wellness. But if you don't feel comfortable sitting in the car, let's. here's a perfect example. If I say, hey, you're not in the market for a car, but it's just, hey, Heather, you're in the market for a car. I got this perfect car, five grand. It's perfect. Not even, what, what's your first question you're going to ask me? I say, it runs good. It's a solid car. What's going to be the first thing you're going to ask me if that car costs five grand? which I think is reasonable for a car, but it's a good car. It's a 2000, we're in 2020. It's a 2015 perfect vehicle.
1: I'm going to say, can I have it right now? Okay. If it's five grand. <laughs> well, that's that's thing. that's well, that's
0: Heather. I would say, can I see it? All right, That's the first thing I would say. I'm like, can I see it? The reason why, I'm a visual person. I need to see it. I kids, five, five grand is a lot of money, but not a lot of money for a car. But at the same point, if you're telling me a 2015 vehicle is for five grand, is in good running conditions, everything I need, and it's five years old, and yeah, I just got to pay five grand for it. I would definitely want to see it because I have to envision myself in the car for that. Or is there a project where I know I can work on it on the weekends and so on and so forth? So your answer is a little different from mine, but that's hey, why we're I'm here. trusting
1: your opinion. You said it was perfect. I'm gonna go. Well, for it. you
0: know me, Heather. You know me. If you didn't know me, <laughs> okay, let's say I was just your, your neighbor and you knew him too or her, and they just say I got a perfect vehicle for you. It's five grand. Would you you, The first thing, just you were asked to see it.
1: Absolutely. I want to test drive it. I want to see how it runs.
0: Exactly. And I think that's essential or that's a perfect segue about what wellness is. Wellness essentially is you want to test it and you want to see how it runs. And part of your explanation about looking at things on a cellular level, most people at some point think wellness is pretty much just gym or weights. And I think that's a bad representation of what wellness is because that's like a silo of it it really is the minds, the body, and how they're all connected and kind of going into the connect chain. I'm not going to go in depth in that because this is more, yes, me interviewing you. But what I really want to know is, as you go into this wellness um, career path, what do you think are the five habits or five things that set you apart from the other people or other professionals who are doing wellness? What do you feel were critical things that got you to the point where you are now today that you feel... The younger you, or the the you five or ten years ago, would have learned, or would have liked to learn. What are the five or top five top things? It doesn't have to be five, but just your top your top things you can recommend um, for our listeners to to understand. <laughs>
1: You know, I have to say the first thing is perseverance. And and this is huge for me, that ability to really dig deep, be solid and continue to move forward. And after this is Women's History Month, and exactly. when you think about you. women um, and the strength and courage of women. Uh, this is huge when you're speaking about moving forward and continuing on continuing forward. Um, That's one of the hugest things I have to drive that point home because you know, we may fail at times, but the idea here is not to place your focus on failures, but to continue to move forward. Uh, The second would be commitment, be dedicated, Uh, stick to that task. When you feel like it's just not working and you're going to have days when you feel like that, Continue to get up, continue to move forward. Third is have passion. You really have to enjoy it and love what you do to put some energy into it, to feel and embody it. Um, Fourth is organization, we all need that. We need some organization in our life, in our home, um, in our body. Uh, and that's a lot of what we teach at NSN. And the last and final thing I would say is skill. It's one thing to have passion and perseverance and commitment, but look guys, we really have to have this skill at NSN. That's what we're doing. We're developing, we're growing, we're giving and providing that education for people that come in and join our members. And they're getting that skill set that you otherwise wouldn't get anyplace else.
0: I absolutely agree. I think a lot of I appreciate what you just said. And I'll run that run that back again. But I think a lot of people don't understand the value that that is called on job training and the manual training. And there's such an intangible, I think we always call it just experience, feel experience, how experienced is this person? And there are certain things you're going to learn just being around people or being around others who are pushing themselves that you won't learn in a book or you won't learn in a manual. So as I go through those five things again, I appreciate those. So the first thing for our listeners, the first one Heather mentioned was the perseverance. You know, having the ability just to be in women's history month in the month of March, just to really be able to push through the barrier, push yourself to be a little bit better than who you were yesterday. Number two of that is commitment and align with definitely moving forward again. When you know you have a task going in day in, day out, that's very key towards doing it. And I think it ties in perfectly with number three, having a passion is a lot easier and a lot more motivating for you to do something you truly enjoy, something you like compared to just being paid for it. Now the added benefit is being paid for it, but having a passion for it, I think is something that is inexcusable. There's no way you can compare it that to what you're doing. Um, next for that, next one up is organization. Um, I've understood as I've done everything. And as I move more into a professional realm, organization is key. I mean, there's no There's organi- A house needs to be organized. If you don't actually have a foundation in place and you put your roof up first, your house is not going to stand. And when it comes towards the body and wellness, I think organization is key. Um, it's, it's huge. And last but not least, the skill set. I feel that we all are talented in some way, but skills are things that you work on day in and day out. So in this process, in a sense, we offer so many soft skills, um, courses of score skills, panels that our members get a chance to experience and hear from professionals. It's always important just for you to experience that. So I really appreciate everything you just said, Heather, and I, I think our members as well would appreciate everything you just listed as the top five. So we're going to move on. How do you feel about minorities in the wellness sales? Do you see a lot of minorities in the wellness sales?
1: I don't. Okay. I don't. And I would love to see uh, minorities grow mm-hmm. uh, in this sector of wellness in terms of uh, practitioners, yeah. in terms of uh sales Mm -hmm. representatives in medical laboratory as well as in supplement uh fields as well Uh, when you're looking at minority in health and wellness traditionally if you go back years and ages this was typically a a population of caucasian women Mm -hmm. uh, primarily dominated uh, by caucasian women and so when you see today when you see the gatherings for uh, different organizations and networks for um, health and wellness educators, RDs and sales, et cetera, et cetera, you're still going to see, you know, 95% Caucasian yeah. women. I would love to see us really into like, just jump into this field, jump in. Have a um,
0: space at the table. Absolutely. I know that, that that's a understated, there's an understated notion of, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I think that's the huge thing of just knowing your presence is a presence for so many people who are watching and Representation matters. I know that, so I definitely agree with you, and definitely can attest to that. Um, The place of minorities being more involved or on the forefront, just being visible. And when it comes down to representation for wellness, especially in sales, because we all have bodies, we all want to feel better. Why do you? What What makes you feel better than having somebody who looks and understands the same background that you have?
1: I have to say, you know, I taught at the master's level and I taught a a lot of students, uh, minority students from all ethnicity, race culture background. And and I don't see that representation still, that transference from the master's level to the professional field. Mm -hmm. I have seen and found that a lot of minorities uh, tend to go back to what their traditional job or career was. I would love to challenge uh, them to see them come out and represent in this field. Because I think there's so much power and knowledge to be shared
0: Absolutely. and
1: leadership mm-hmm. as well for minority uh, figures. And we can certainly just pave the way for Absolutely. so many.
0: I think paving the way is such a key, a key thing because, I mean, I look at, you know, obviously being Women's History Month, what, um, I'm trying to think, uh, Flojo, you know, mm-hmm. athletically. That was one of my mom's favorite icons. And I remember I remember as a young kid watching Flojo. I don't even know her, What's her real name? I should don't know her Stay, There you go. But she made to the mark. That my mom's like, look at that woman with the long nails. Run, and I think she had one, one uh, leg and one leg and other yes. leg and other leg. <laughs> I remember it. all these because <laughs> these were visual and they made an impact. Same thing with other Serena Williams, uh, the, uh, uh, the Serena and Venus Williams, the tennis players. Those are phenomenal landmarks, and we'll, all those people are in wellness, and this we is, don't really think about it. This but it's, is the
1: month to do that. Yeah. I mean, this is Women's History Month, and, and as a woman, I mean, it's my responsibility to move this forward. Women, if we make up 50% of the population, yeah. why aren't we in more leadership roles? Why aren't we more represented in leadership roles? I mean, we are very much a foundation of many corporations, but you don't see us as much at the top.
0: I agree. I agree. I mean, that's a whole nother podcast, a whole nother conversation. We'll probably have another one on that. But I definitely appreciate everything you're saying um, and what you've said so far today. So the last question I have for you, how can someone start a career in wellness sales? What can someone do?
1: First thing first is, is going back to it. I have to say have a passion. You really yeah. do have to have a drive because it, let's face it, this is not a career where you're going to be um, a Warren Buffett. And then secondly, you want to jump into either a certificate or some sort of a course degree program. There are tons of online programs, tons of online programs. I think Maryland University offers one and a couple of others. I don't mean to do any plugs, but there are a lot of them out there.
0: Well, I definitely appreciate you being on the podcast, Heather. Thank you so much. This is our podcast on female leadership and diversity and wellness space. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Look forward to the next one.